Team Keho My Radio airs every Monday and Friday. Team Keho My Radio, welcome to the show. Thank you. Welcome to the 264th episode of, of Team Keho My Radio today. Happy Friday! Hope you guys are staying warm. Hope you guys are doing very well. And there's a lot, there's not a lot of events coming up, but hopefully. You guys are keeping an eye out on, on SJ and coming to the meetings. So hope you guys can actually know what's going on. So let's not waste any time. Let's get into the report. Make sure you join every Monday and Friday for, for our podcast. Oh yeah, no podcast, no radio show next week because the campus is closed. Anyway, some Hong Kong government departments and public bodies completely disregarded security law official auditors says. Some Hong Kong government departments and public organizations completely disregarded the national security law after it was enacted in June 2020, the government auditor has said. Director of Audit Nelson Lam's remarks made in an interview with Ming Pao published on Wednesday came after the Audit Commission's October report which highlighted the gaps in safeguarding national security. The gaps related to the government-subsidized reindustrialization and technology training program and campus facilities at the Chinese University of Hong Kong that are operated by external providers. In the report on the training program, the audit commission said the government's Innovation and Technology Commission, which oversees the scheme, needed to implement measures to strengthen guidance and and regulations relating to the training program over matters concerning the safeguard of national security, such as setting up a complaint mechanism. In the report on the facilities at the Chinese University of Hong Kong, the Audit Commission said the university had not incorporated safeguard measures relating to national security in tender documents, contracts, and guidelines. The commission said the university should add, term, should add, add such terms to allow disqualification of tenderers and to determine the contracts of, in the interest of national security. Lam told Ming Pao that there were risks of people violating the law if some pe- if some government departments and institutions did not fully implement the national security legislation or comply with with the authorities' requirements. Everyone has a duty to safeguard national security, and the Audit Commission was responsible for examining the departments to ensure they had taken corresponding measures under the Beijing-imposed law, Lam said. He added, the national security law was a new legislation, thus the Thus, the commission had given a specific scrutiny to its implementation by the government. The performance of the organizations under review would determine whether they needed to be subject to thorough examination in the future, he said. In another report released in April in April last year, the Audit Commission urged the Leisure, the leisure, leisure and, Cult- and Cultural Service Department, or LCSD, to step up efforts to make sure library materials did not threaten national security. The director was asked whether Hong Kong homegrown security law required under Article 23 in the, of the Basic Law would become a key area of review. In response, Lam said the commission would examine all new legislation and government policies. Here's what problems I see in this: What does audit? Ha- what does national security have to do with anything with auditing? It doesn't. It doesn't match well with auditing. It doesn't match well with anything really. I mean, you may agree, disagree, but does this have to do anything 
auditing. Imagine U.S. government had claimed to be using auditing, and that's saying, oh, it's just more important than anything else. Why is that so, why is that even a thing? Why is that even so important? I don't need that to be inside an auditing commission. It just doesn't make any sense whatsoever. Swimmer Subhan Han- Hani, um, Hockney wins Hong Kong's first world gold ever, taking pole position in women's 200, 200 miles freestyle. Shabat Shaban Hogney of Hong Kong won the first long course world title of her of her career by taking gold in the women's two hundred mile freestyle on Wednesday. No, it's not dancing. Hogney, the Olympic silver medalist at both the at both the one hundred mile and two hundred. 200 mile free in in Tokyo also gave Hong Kong the f- first world gold medal in its history. She touched first in one minute and fifty four point eighty nine seconds, and ahead of New Zealand Erica Fairweather and Brianna Frosso of Australia. Hagi, twenty six years old, who has won three short course world gold in her career, grabbed her chance with the uh, with the three medalists from the Fukuoka. World Championship last year, missing from a lineup in Doha, which is in Qatar. It means so much to me, especially since in the past few years, in the past few times, I've just missed out on the podium. So it is really special, she said. I hope the I hope the time would be a little better, but I think there is a lot to learn from this race. There was also also a. F- First world title in the pool for Ireland, thanks to Daniel Wiffins um, wins in the in the men's 800 mile freestyle in the time of seven of seven In the men's 200 uh, mile uh, butterfly meter butterfly, whatever it's called, Tomaru Honda won the gold for Japan in the absence of reigning world champion champion Leo Marchand with the time of one minute fifty. 3.88 seconds. In common with many leading performers, Frenchman Marchand is focusing his efforts on training for the Paris Olympics later this year. Meanwhile, 19-year-old Chinese sensation Peng Zhenle, who broke the 100-meter freestyle world records earlier in these championships, was the fastest qualifier for Thursday's final of the event with a time of 47.73 seconds. On Sunday, Pan stopped the clock at 46.80 seconds to shave 0.06 seconds off the previous record set by Romanian David Popovich at the European Championship in Rome in August 2022. Pan achieved the new mark when leading off the Chinese team doing doing the four the four t- times one hundred mile freestyle relay a relay to set up teammates Ji Shinjie, Zhang no, Zhang um Zhang Zhang and Wang Haoyu to seal gold for China in three eleven three eleven zero eight. So congratulations for that. Actually, I'm happy that they they won the awards. Not so much happy about what's going on with the with the uh, law. Head of Hong Kong's anti-graft body backs new security law, saying stability is the foundations of a clean society. 
The head of Hong Kong's anti-corruption body has given the legislation of a new Hong Kong security law his full support, saying stability is the foundations of a clean society. Wu Yingming, Wu Yingming, Commissioner of the Independent Commission, Independ- uh, Independent Commission Against Corruption (ICC), told local media outlets during a press conference to celebrate the 50th year- anniversary of the ICC on Wednesday that it is reasonable for Hong Kong to enact legislation targeting activities that endanger national security, rule of law, and stability on the foundations of a clean society. If people keep inciting riots and being destructive, how could we develop the economy? How could people make a living? If people are not able to make a living, how can they have integrity? How can they have integrity? We'll say in Cantonese. In my country, around in my country, around the world, if it's if its political environment is stable, if its if its political environment is stable, its economic development is healthy, and its people enjoy uh, stable living conditions, then integrity will fall. The commissioner continued. Wyatt added, he was confident that that following the enactment of the legislation under Article 23, Hong Kong moral fortitudes will be uplifted to another level. I want to refute that, of course. The ICC was established on February 15, 1974, as an independent authority to battle corruptions. Wilson said in a press conference on Wednesday that following the enactment of the Beijing imposed national security law, the ICAC has contacted the National Security Department of the Police if it found any information linked to national security during the course of its investigation. The commissioner said the ICAC would, um, would also cooperate with other departments on the implementation of Article 23 legislation. Apart from corruption, ICAC also tackles alleged election fraud. In 2022, it charged four people over allegedly inciting others to cast blank votes or not to vote in twenty twenty one in the twenty twenty one legislative council election, which is what is a fake election, of course. In late two thousand twenty three, it charged one man and issued a warrant for an overseas YouTube political commentator over allegedly inciting others not to vote in the Patriot Only District Council ele- election held in December twenty twenty three. Election laws which are enforced by the ICC, were revised in 2021 to make it illegal for anyone to encourage others not to vote, to spoil the ballots, or to leave it blank. Violators face up to three years behind bars and a fine of $200,000 for minor offenses. Wood said in an exclusive interview with Now TV on Thursday that initially the ICC, ICC has been focused has been focused on investigating public organizations over over the years. It had begun to receive more complaints from the public entities and now 70% of the case were, uh, is handled were, rela- were related to the public sector. I thought they're supposed to be independent. They're not supposed to be working with anything. They're supposed to be staying away from what's going on, of course. That should be, that should be something that they shouldn't be trying to focus on, trying to get near, really. Because every time we ask them something and then and then they end up in the missing it or they won't answer it. No pressure on Hong Kong civil servants from proposed best from proposed domestic security law official says. Hong Kong government employees will face no additional pressure under a proposed security law as they have always been subject to confidentiality requirements. <laughs> the city's civil service chief has said. Speaking to commercial radio, on Thursday, Secretary for Civil Service Ingrid Young said that civil servants should not worry 
that the newly proposed offense against against staff of state secrets because they were already accustomed to adhering to non-closure requirements. Staff of state Secu- of state secrets was one of the five types of crimes targeted under the proposed uh, the proposed security legislation required under Article Twenty Three of the Basic Law, which stipulates that the government shall enact laws on its own its own safeguard national security. According to the consultation documents released in late in late January, the authorities are seeking to bar public of- officers from disclosing co- confidential confidential information illegally with intent to endanger national security. They also suggested criminalizing the unlawful possessions of state secrets when the officers leave their posts in the government. The government recommended consolidating the offenses linked to state secrets involving public officers and government contractors under the existing official secrets ordinance. The term public servants should also be replaced with public officers to cover principal officers, personnel of the monetary authorities, lawmakers, judicial officers, staff of the Independent Commission Against Corruptions, and others, the consultation paper read. Yarn told Commercial Radio that government employees would only use confidential information obtained through work with permission. The proposed offenses would only make public servants be more careful when handling sensitive information, the minister said. They have a high awareness of importance of compliance, and I do not believe that they face significant pressure or concern in doing so, you understand, Cantonese. In December last year, the Civil Service Bureau released a draft of its updated Civil Service Code regulating the, the conduct of government employees. The authorities proposed adding upholding national security as a core value for the city's 175,000 civil servants. They will also be barred from criminalizing from criticizing government policies in their official ca- capacity. According, according to Young, the government received around 40 responses to the draft code. The minister was asked whether civil servants unions could still fight for wages and benefits and whether civil servants would breach a code if they objected to government policies on their personal social media accounts. Young said the higher-ranking civil servants, the more cautious they need to be. She added the government had no plans to set up new mechanisms to encourage members of the public to lodge complaints against civil servants. It is not true that expressing opinions in private settings can serve as a get-out-of-trouble card or provide immunity, she said. Okay, imagine they saying, I don't know, they want to cut back half percentage of wages on, like, on employees or something like that. Something that, that many people would get infuriated on. Should we also not criticize them? Or she would just say, oh, let's just ignore that. Let's just not criticize them. But realize these guys work their butts off just to get somewhere. Some of these civil servants don't even have money. I'm not saying I'm not saying every one of them have money or they're wealthy or whatever. Yeah, I get it. Some of them are wealthy. I'm not going to lie. They are wealthy. But what if, they, what, if they're, what if they're willing to criticize the government on policies that are sound completely so grandiose and they're so flat out ridiculous that they waste a taxpayer's money? What if they said, I don't want to do this kind of thing. I don't want them to waste, like, thousands of dollars just because of government's policy. And then they get charged with something ridiculous like sedition or something. Which I, I found out to be extremely, extremely ridiculous. How can you improve a government um, policies if you won't allow anyone to criticize you? Two Chinese nationals die in boat accident off Taiwan's islands. With Taipei placing blame on Beijing. 
Taiwan called on Beijing Thursday to restrain its citizens from illegal fishing in the waters around the South Rural Islands, defending its Coast Guard over the pursuit of a boat that led to the deaths of two Chinese nationals. The boat was carrying four people when it capsized near the Kinmen Island or Jinmen Island or Kimoi, a territory administered by Taiwan but located just five kilometers, which is just three miles from China's from China's Xiamen. All four people were thrown into the water and two of its crew later died, according to the Taiwan's Coast Guard. China, which claims Taiwan's part of its territory, condemned the democratically ruled islands for the incidents Wednesday, saying it severely harmed the feelings of compatriots on both, on both sides of the Taiwan Strait. But Taiwan's Coast Guard administration said the speedboat was 0.86 nautical miles within prohibited waters, and that after the, after the capsizing, its personnel had immediately conducted search and rescue operations. The Mainland Affairs Council, Taiwan's official body dealing with China's affairs, defended the Coast Guard Thursday, saying their procedures were not improper. MAC also, pl- also placed the blame across the street, saying that in recent years, Taiwan authorities have seen Chinese people crossing the border and engaging in sand dredging, fishing with explosives and, and poisons, and discarding garbage. Despite our calls to strengthen governance, there has been no improvement, it said. Recently, many Chinese fishing boats have continued to enter our restricted or prohibited waters, taking advantage of the New Year to catch high-value fish, it added, referring to a holiday period for both Taiwan and China. We deeply regret, regret that the Chinese crew refused to cooperate with our law enforcement work, and this uh, and this unfortunate incident occurred. It said we also hope the mainland authorities could uh, can restrain similar behaviors of these people on the other side. The two rescue crew members were brought to Kinmen for investigation, while the families of the deceased will be notified about the incidents through channels. The Coast Guard said the Wednesday incidents. Can, comes against a backdrop of heightened tensions across the Taiwan Strait. And, of course, the Chinese government always wants to ramp up kind of fights and attacks against Taiwan, which is not a surprising thing, because they have always done that anyway, which is no terrorists. They still do it anyway. No matter how much, no matter how much they, they fight or whatever, they still manage, they still keep on saying, we want to attack, we want to take over Taiwan. How are you going to take over then? I want to ask that kind of question. With German car maker VW under fire over Xinjiang presence, China says allegations of rights abuses a lie. China on Thursday urged com- companies not to be not to be blinded by lies about its rice records in Xinjiang. After German automaker Volkswagen said it was discussing the future of its activities in the troubled region. Rice campaigners have for years accused Beijing of a crackdown against Uyghurs and other Muslim minorities in Xinjiang, including through forced labor and detention camps. Beijing denies allegations of abuse and insists its actions in Xinjiang have helped to combat extremism and enhance development. Germany's Handelsblatt Financial Daily reports this week that forced labor may have been used to build a test track for W for VW, which is Volkswagen, and and Terp and Terpin, Terpin Xinjiang in 2019, Volkswagen said Wednesday it had no, have seen no evidence of human rights conne- violations and connections with the project, but vowed to investigate any new information 
that came to light. In a statement sent to AFP, Beijing Foreign Ministry said, Allegations of abuses in the regions are entirely alike, concocted with the aim of destabilizing Xinjiang. It urged, fir- urged firms to respect the facts, distinguish rights from wrong, and not be blinded by lies. And an apparent signs of growing pressure on Volkswagen over its presence in the region, the company said this week that it was in talks with the Chinese joint venture partner, Saic, about the, about the future directions of business activities in Xinjiang. Various scenarios are currently being intensively intensively examined, uh, Volkswagen said in a statement. Beijing said Thursday that the human rights of people of all groups in Xinjiang are protected to a maximum extent. Claims of rights abuses in the northwestern region, it added, were aimed at discrediting and suppressing China. Xinjiang currently enjoys social stability, economic development, ethnic unity, and religious harmony, the foreign ministry said. Does that also include banning things like burqas and be- long beards, banning the name Muhammad, and, fa- and banning fasting to the whole month of Ramadan? Does that also include that as well? Beijing sends accused of incarcerating over 1 million Uyghurs and other Muslim minorities in the network of detention facilities across Xinjiang. Campaigners and Uyghurs overseas have seen an array of abuses take place inside the facilities, including including torture, forced labor, forced sterilization, and public indoctrination. A UN report in 2022 detailed credible evidence of torture, forced medical treatments, and sexual or gender-based violence, as well as forced labor in the region. But stop short of labeling Beijing actions as a genocide, as the United States and South Western lawmakers have done. Calls from from uh, calls have grown louder for Volkswagen to reconsider its business activities in Xinjiang, after German German chemicals giant Basf announced last week it would accelerate its exit from two joint ventures there. Xinjiang is a home to numerous factories that supply multinational companies, including big name Western brands. Volkswagen had come had long come under scrutiny over its factory in the city of Yunnanji, which opens in 2013, and as and in which it has a stake via its partner site. An external audit company commissioned by Volkswagen last year found no evidence of forced labor amongst the plant's 197 employees. But the consultancy that, uh, that wrote the report acknowledged challenges in collecting data for the audit in China. The Turpin test track was not part of the audit. I don't know why they're still doing business in the CCP in China itself. I don't know why would that be a, still a safe thing. Why is that an option? Like, oh, I want to work there. It just sounds it sounds completely absurd and ridiculous without still working there. And a country that uses rape as a torture to, as torture. China's suspended death sentence for writer Yang Jun will impact ties, Australia's Penny Wong says. Australia on Thursday warned that China's handling of a suspended death sentence to writer Yang Jun will hinder ties that have been in, on the mend and fuel public mistrust of Beijing. Decisions of this nature will have an impact on the relation on the relationship, Foreign Minister Penny Wong told lawmakers, addressing the sentence imposed on um, Chinese Australian dissident Yang for alleged espionage. This decision will inevitably reverberate reverberate for Australians who feel deeply about this tragic development, she said, suggesting it was unfortunately true that it would harm the way the Chinese system is viewed. 
The sentence sent a chill through Australia and China's relationship, which has been improving after a years-long standoff, but Wong vowed to keep up engagement. We do know we have vastly different systems. It doesn't mean we won't continue the dialogue, Wong said. I would say that our national interest requires us to engage. I would say that Dr. Yang's interest requires us to continue to engage. Young, a Chinese-born Australian citizen, has been jailed since 2019 on spying allegations, which he, uh, which he, he has denied. He has told supporters of being tortured at a secret detention site and expressed fear that forced confessions may be used against him. Earlier, Australia's foreign ministry has said it understood his sentence may be commuted to life imprisonment if no serious crimes are committed for two years. Relations between Canberra and Beijing nosedive in 2018 when Australia excluded the Chinese telecommunication giant Huawei from its 5G network. Then in 2020, Australia called for an inter- international investigation into the origins of COVID-19, an action China saw as, a political mu- as politically motivated. In response, Beijing slapped high tariffs on key Australian key exports, including barley, bait, beef, and wine, while halting its coal imports. First of all, no more trade with the CCP anymore. I don't want to see them doing trade or anything, anything completely ridiculous or whatever. Because I, we just don't, we just don't trust the government no more. At this point, no need to trust the government, no need to care for what the government says. Let's just leave it out and don't care for what they do. We'll continue. Australia needs to continue to tell the government, to tell the CCP government to release Yang Jun. Yang Jun's life is at stake. And then we are sitting here saying, let's drink tea. No foreign, we got two reports for today. No foreign countries have criticized Hong Kong's impending domestic security law, government advisor reaching the Ip says. Foreign governments have not criticized Hong Kong's impending domestic national security law, executive counselor and lawmaker reaching the Ip has said. Speaking on a commercial radio show on Friday, Yip said the enactment of the security legislation under Article 23 have not attracted negative feedback internationally. So far, not a single country have have an issue since we pub- since we published the consultation documents. Yip said in Cantonese, referring to the 100-page uh, paper that authorities released at the end of Ju- of January as part of a month-long public consultation. You have to remember. Virginia herself saw was a person who was also involved in the security in the security legislation at the time. Yep, who was a security chief overseeing the law pushed then said in, on radio program on Friday that the consultation documents this time around was more comprehensive. It includes review of national security law in the UK, in the UK, US, Australia, Canada, and Singapore. A lot of these countries have been updating the national security laws in the past seven and eight seven eight years. Some are broader and spicier than Hong Kong, she says. I guess she's not talking about the basic law being a spicy noodle. The Hong Kong secu- the Hong Kong security law is set to cover five types of crimes: treason, insurrection, theft of state secrets, and espionage, sabotaging, endangering national security, and external interference. Chief Executive John Lee said the new law would effectively combat pro-independence threats and attacks by foreign forces. Of course, opposition to Article 23 locally had been muted, with protests effectively barred under Beijing national security law. Lawmakers and business groups have endorsed the law and called in line with international practice. Ips said Hong Kong people have accepted the need for the legislation 
and that the news cycle, a news cycle, have moved on to other topics such as debacle surrounding Argentinian star footballer Lionel Messi's no show at a friendly game in Hong Kong earlier this month. Overseas NGOs, including Hong Kong Watch and Amnesty International, however, have expressed their concerns about its potential effects on civil liberties. Former Chief Executive Lun Chun Ying, or CY Lung, on Friday, on Friday that the go- said on Friday that the government needed to thoroughly explain Article Twenty Three to the international firms and convince them that Hong Kong was a good base from which to uh, from which to enter the mainland Chinese market. But here's the thing, CY Lung. I want to understand something. You said that you care, and you said that you need to let the government know, let the other people know. Here's the thing, bud. I don't need to know anything about this this crappy law. I don't want to know anything about the law. I don't want to care for it. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to know it. Okay? Because I because I already know this law is horrendously bad. It stops people from protesting. Have even if you say, I want independence, you realize independence as a freedom of expression, right? And freedom of thought. Well, final report for today. Veteran Hong Kong activist quotes EU, jailed for nine months over planned protests against district council race. Veteran Hong Kong activist quotes EU, have been sentenced to nine months in jail over a plan to protest against the overhaul district council race last December. Cole, 78 years old, was convicted of attempting or preparing to do an act with seditious intention under the colonial era sedition law over a planned protest against the local elections, from which opposition candidates were shut out following an electoral overhaul that guarantees only patriots could govern. Chief Magistrate Victor So, one of the state's designated national security judges, handed Cole a guilty verdict on Friday morning at the West Kowloon Magistrate's Court. He said that Cole has planned to take a homemade coffin to the registration and electoral office last December eight, last December eight, to protest the district council race, which was held two days later. On a coffin were Chinese language um, protests that reads "One country, two systems" to a farm a, f- a funeral parlor. The love the country and the party to get a seat. So uh, so said, and that Cole had also planned to chant other slogans at the scene and had informed the media about his actions. He said Cole has met with election office employee a day before the planned demo and notified the latter about his plans. Cole, however, did not protest as he was arrested by officers from the National Security Department of the police hours before he was set to go to the registration and electoral office. Delivering his verdict, so said that Cole's protest aimed at inciting hatred against the authorities and that Cole carried the purpose of overthrowing Beijing. Overthrowing Beijing! That coffin, that fake coffin over to Beijing. Wow. I wonder how ridiculous Hong Kong is becoming right now. He added that Cole was well planned and would definitely stage the protest had the police not arrested, arrested him in advance. Freedom of speech is not absolute and must practice within the current legal framework, the magistrate said in Cantonese. The defense planned to bring a coffin and cast underworld banknotes, both symbols of death and protest. His purpose was to overthrow the, the central government and to bring its rules to an end, so said. His protest would clearly incite hatred from others against the central government and the Hong Kong government, so as to reject the results of the district council elections and as a result to create resistance, which makes no sense to me. The prosecution told the court that Cole had already been convicted 15 times, including once in 2022, when he was found guilty of the same offense under the sedition law and was sentenced to nine months in prison. 
During mitigation, Cole said he has been a peaceful activist for decades and that he was willing to make sacrifices for the pro-democracy movements. I will readily become a fighter for social movements, a warrior for the pro-democracy movement, and a martyr for democracy and human rights, Cole said in Cantonese. The veteran activists also described the Beijing imposed national security law and the upcoming legislation under Article 23, a homegrown security law currently under public consultation, as a big disaster. So warned him against making political comments and urged him to stick to his mitigation plea. Cole said his personal history was simple, and that he had always hoped for democracy and freedom in the city. He had that the lengthy pretrial detentions faced by most of the 47 Democratic defendants and the in the city's biggest national security trial were keen to historical injustice and evidence of the fascist rule of China and Hong Kong. 47 pro-democracy politicians and activists were detained in March 2021 and accused of conspiring to subvert state power by, in, organi- by organizing an unofficial primary election in the previous years. Most of them has been, has been in custody since. At present, 12 are, cur- are on bail awaiting a verdict. The court previously heard that Cole had rectal cancer. Cole said he was expecting to undergo surgery in March or April. So said most of Cole's pre- previous convictions were related to the disturbance of social order and that he was a rich activist. The, the magistrate set nine months as a starting sentence and did not offer any discounts. Cole's friends sitting in the public gallery, including, including activist Louis Yukling, shouted, hang in there, to Cole as he was taken away by the correctional officers. In July, 20, in July 2022, Cole was sentenced to nine months in jail under the sedition law or plans to stage a demonstration against the 2022 Winter Olympics in Beijing. Why... Like an old man, a seventy-eight-year-old person, a seventy-eight-year-old man, has to go to prison because of a protest and saying he carries a coffin and death banknotes is keen to overthrowing the government. What's that all about? It makes no sense. The reason why it makes no sense is because of this: holding a coffin and holding other stuff. It does not resemble anything, and I repeat, anything to overthrowing the government or causing anything bad. It just doesn't. It just doesn't make any sense, because it means the death of one country, two system, and the death of democracy, which is what it means, really. So you should. So the government should really rescind it of what they're doing and not actually sentence them to anything, because he has. Because they, he has the right to protest. He has the right to express himself, and the governments don't have the right to arrest him for anything. And that's it for today, guys. If you guys enjoyed the podcast, make sure you tune in every Monday and Friday for our podcast. Of course, next week we don't have a pop, we don't have a radio show, so hope you guys can. Um, we will continue our radio uh, podcast about Hong Kong and everything like that. And that's it for today, and we'll talk more next time. This is Team Cam, my radio signing. I hope you guys have a great weekend. Take care. <laughs> Team Kettle My Radio airs every Monday and Friday. Team Kettle My Radio, welcome to the show. Thank you. Hey,